Grow Your Mind podcast, a show where kids teach kids how to take care of their mental health and learn ways to be resilient. But for now, let's kick it off with... Boggle your brain! Get this, your brain weighs roughly the same as 480 tea bags. What the what? That's about 1.5 kilos. Meanwhile, the sperm whales have the largest brain of all, weighing about 8 kilos, or 2,963 table tennis balls. That's epic! In this episode, you'll learn how to supercharge your hopometer and what the antidote is for fear. And we have a really special story that was 100 years in the making. Just a heads up! It could be sensitive content for some listeners. It's the real-life story of a man who survived a concentration camp and the death of his parents and dog. And a special shout-out to Willara Public School for supporting the making of this episode. Hey, did you know that if you get bitten by a big, black, funnel-web spider, you can be dead in 15 minutes? Dude, I feel like we have enough to fear at the moment without adding funnel-web spiders to the list. You didn't let me finish. I was going to say that you have 15 minutes to live, yet no one has died from a funnel-web spider bite in years. Why do you think that is? Um, all the funnel-webs have died due to global warming? No. Bushfires? Uh Uh-uh. I I know. Because all the plastic in our waterways? No again. Hey, you have to admit, it's a pretty tough time for anyone to be alive right now, let alone a funnel-web spider. True. But funnel-web spiders are alive and kicking, making sweet little deadly funnel-web babies as we speak. Ew, can you just tell me why we aren't dying from funnel-web bites? Because of the creation of an anti-venom known as FWSAV. An anti-what? An anti-venom. It's an antidote which is a medicine taken or given to counteract a particular poison. Hang on, rewind a minute. Why are we talking about spiders again? Because I've been hard at work figuring out the perfect antidote to fear and helplessness. Don't tell me your antidote has anything to do with buying more toilet paper or packets of pasta. My family still has 108 rolls hidden in different locations around our house. It'd be cool if my parents were stashing money or chocolate, but toilet paper? Don't worry, it has nothing to do with that. What I've been thinking about is how one of our greatest freedoms is how we react to things. Are you quoting Charlie McKeesey again? Actually, yes I am. But look, my point is, first we were all panicked about bushfires. Before that, it was the orangutans. And before that, the polar bears. Just yesterday, I heard you worrying about some tests you have coming up. You trying to make me feel better or worse? Look, I'm just trying to tell you that stuff will always be happening. And yes, we should feel what we want to feel. But if we all fall into a helpless heap for too long, we might not be able to use our creative problem-solving superpowers. So let's come up with a few antidotes to all this fear. I've got an idea. Just get everyone to listen to the other Grow Your Mind podcast episodes and do what they suggest. Bob it up, practice gratitude, stay connected with people, move your body, be kind, you know, keep the animals chatting. So are you saying that an antidote to all this fear is for me to call people up and have a chat, potentially help them to find more toilet paper and then practice gratitude every time I wipe my bum with a soft square piece of it? Okay, that's an image I'm going to struggle to erase from my mind. Can I interrupt you both? Whoa, where did you come from? 
I've been sitting here listening to you talk about everything from funnel web spiders to global warming, hidden toilet rolls and gross visual images. Might I suggest what I think you're trying to say? Please, go ahead. I think having people we can turn to, thinking of ways that we can be of benefit, practicing gratitude and making healthy choices to move our body are some of the ways we can build something we need a lot of right now, which is, wait for it, drum roll, hope. Hope? Yes, hope. Because life can be hard. There are so many obstacles and problems, setbacks, sadness and scary things we have to face. But with hope, we can approach these problems with perspective. Hope gives us the flexibility to learn new skills and adapt to change. It means we can deal with stress and bounce back even stronger. With hope, we can think of whatever is occurring with more optimism. Please don't tell me to think like a dolphin right now. Like, seriously. Sure, that helps when little things aren't going my way. But some of the fears we're talking about are kind of, um, huge. And dolphin thinking isn't going to fix them. Relax. Hope and dolphin thinking aren't the same. Trying to replace shark thoughts with dolphin thoughts will help you practice positivity. But there are other ways to boost hope. Like trying to have people around that you can rely on and really appreciate. Or knowing what your character strengths are and calling on them. Call on them? So you're suggesting I literally call out, Generosity, generosity, where are you? I need you. To boost my hope levels? Okay. I'm seriously calling on my strength of patience right now but I am finding it rather hard to locate. Let me put it this way. Instead of sitting here, feeling helpless about the challenges you might be facing, remember that there are strengths within you and others. Call on them, but in your mind. Then unleash them into the world to do good. Right now, everyone can grow or use their strength of helpfulness. Don't forget the power of being of benefit. We might be kids, but we can still help and we can still make a positive impact. Remember what Wise Owl said in episode two. If you think the small things in life can't make a difference, you've never shared a bed with a mosquito. Yeah, I remember that. But what can we do? How can we give back right now? And will all these things make me feel more hopeful? How about we take it to the experts? They always have tons of good ideas. Let's take it to the experts. Which character strength helps you the most? Love of learning. Definitely humour. Loyalty. Curiosity. Gratitude. Respect. Teamwork. Hope because if you have hope, you won't give up. You'll always try your best. Humour. Patience. Leadership. Reflection. Perseverance. Love. Kindness. Bravery. Curiosity. Leadership. Creativity. Perseverance. Collaboration. Is there something that you feel worried about at the moment? Soccer tryouts. The coronavirus. The coronavirus. Family. Health. The coronavirus. Our school being shut down. Spiders. Lots of things. Health. The coronavirus. Everyone's mental and physical health. Climate change. I'm worried about not having fun. The coronavirus. Our families. Friends, families and health. Our health. The coronavirus and some people because of the coronavirus lose their jobs. My best friends. Everything. Hey, how do you deal with your worries? Finger breathing and mindfulness. Facing obstacles headfirst. Thinking about my happy place. Doing all the usual things that make me happy. Like sport, playing music and having fun with all my friends. Um, taking deep breaths. Eating chocolate. Talking to my parents. 
thinking that things always get better. Getting up early and going to the beach with my dad. Practicing gratitude and um, having fun with my friends. Playing Minecraft. Mindful breathing. Talking to my friends. Getting some snacks, sitting down and reading a book. Exercising and playing video games. Drawing. Reading books. Watching YouTube. Sweets. Doing things I love. I meditate. I think about my friends and families because they make me happy. What's your message for kids across Australia and around the world who are worried about something big or small? Don't worry and just be happy. Never give up on hope. Things always get better. Stay hopeful. Keep calm and stay happy. Bad things don't last. Remember, hope can help you, so don't give it up. Always try to stay optimistic. Eat chocolate, it helps. Stay calm, have hope. Try not to think about it. Stay optimistic. Start laughing. Why do you think helping others and giving back might make you more resilient? It gives you the courage and hope to bounce back from your hard times. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel better when you're with other people that are happier. When you're kind to people, you feel proud for yourself. You'll learn to bounce back. When you help someone, they might help you back when you're having hard times. You're helping someone get through an issue and you know that you can always get out of your issues too. It releases certain amounts of the neurotransmitters, oxytocin and dopamine, which creates a happier mood. It makes you realise that there are people out there that will help you as well. If you help other people, it makes you feel like you're not the only one going through hard times. You could make new friends and they could help you bounce back in your hard times. How have you been of benefit recently at school? We've been helping with Operation Crayley to restore the underwater forests. I helped people affected by bushfires and STEM by making a product that could save their lives. I collected bottle caps to be melted down into prosthetic limbs. I turned people's frowns upside down. I donated some money to help the coronavirus. I helped someone get up who fell over in the playground. I made someone laugh. I threw my rubbish into the bin. I took part in Operation Crayweed as well, which is trying to restore the underwater cities of seaweed. I participated in Clean Up Australia Day. I saved my friend in Hamble from getting out. I make people laugh and make them happy. I'm on this podcast. Here's a quick poll. If you could paint the world the colour of hope, what would it be? A rainbow. Bright colours and happy colours. Golden colours. Rainbows. Rainbows. Light orange. Yellow. Pink. Gold. Rainbow. Yellow. Fluoro yellow. Rainbow. White. Purpley red. Rainbow. Pink. Pastel colours. Pink. Yellow. Rainbows! Thanks to the experts for those interesting ideas. Now it's time for a story from the animals. But get this, this story takes place in someone's brain. What's the point? It feels like we're surrounded by bad news all the time right now. Oh no, I'm feeling helpless and grumpy again. All right, all right. Elephant, do you remember any stories of people who faced hardships and are now flourishing? Let me just take a look. Ah, yes. It's a story about a man named Eddie, and he's about to turn 100 years old. What? He's turning 100? That's a lot of birthday candles to blow out. 
Living to 100 surely means you've faced a ton of setbacks over the years. I'd love to know if he has worked out the secret to flourishing after all that time. Just bringing up the Eddie Jaku story now. And look at that. He certainly is still flourishing and his story is full of hope. Let's get Wise Out to share Eddie's story as Eddie seems to have a very strong Wise Out of his own. Eddie Jaku was born in Germany in 1920. He loved his family and was proud of his country. He grew up and attended school at a time when things had become dangerous for people who were Jewish. One night, Eddie returned home from boarding school to an empty house. Mama? Papa? Hello? Eddie fell asleep that night with his lovely dog curled up beside him. At dawn, Nazi soldiers burst in, attacking him in a horrible way, and killed his beloved and loyal dog. In that moment, Eddie lost his dignity and faith in humanity. He spent the next seven years imprisoned, escaping, hiding out and being imprisoned again. On his final capture, Eddie was sent back to a concentration camp called Auschwitz, infamous for being particularly brutal. Many Jewish people had been taken there, including his parents, who incredibly sadly were killed. In 1945, Eddie was ordered onto a death march, but once again escaped and hid in a forest. He survived by eating slugs and snails until he was finally rescued. I have to interrupt. How on earth is someone supposed to have hope when they have gone through all of this? It's just not possible. Wise Al, are you sure this story is about hope? Yes, and Eddie did feel hopeless for a time and incredibly sad. He didn't trust people and preferred to be alone. His wife was a wonderful woman, yet he still felt low. It wasn't until the birth of his son that something switched for Eddie. He realised he escaped a horrible death and that he now had something to pour his love into. He suddenly felt compelled to spread the word about finding beauty and connection in the everyday moments. At almost 100 years old, Eddie remains full of wisdom and love. He says that if he can make one sad person smile, he feels happy. I hate to interrupt the story again. Wisdom? Love? Doesn't Eddie hate the people that did this? Eddie believes that there is no place for hate in this world. Eddie wants all children to understand that while hate might destroy your enemy, in the process it destroys you too. Eddie feels so thankful for his family and friends. His wish for young people is that they slow down and enjoy life a little more. He still terribly misses his mum, who he never got to say goodbye to, and he urges everyone that if you have the opportunity today, make sure you go home and tell someone important in your life that you love them. Can we stop recording? I should call my mum. But hey, that story was amazing. Wise out. could you and the other animals please help that story sink in a little more? Wise out to the other animals. Do you copy? Animals to wise out. Yes, we do. Wise out to sifting sooty. I picked up that the brain was very focused then. Great job. Can you tell us what you learned from Eddie's story? Well, to that, key learnings were gratitude, appreciating the people around you, giving back wherever you can, and that hate destroys your enemy, but also destroys you in the process. Elephant, have I forgotten something? Yes. Don't forget to tell your mum you love her. Guard dog, anything to add? <sighs> yes. Try 
decide to slow down and enjoy life. Over and out. Woof! That was the last episode in this series. Thanks to the global community for listening to and supporting the Grow Your Mind podcast. A big shout out to Miss Thea's class of 12-year-old experts who were the hosts and voices in the show. And don't forget, we've all got mental health, so let's all take care of it every day.